Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Tuesday's chat. How's everybody doing? Hopefully you guys are good. Hopefully you are enjoying the nice cloudy weather. Depending on where you are, it might be bright and sunny where you are, where I am. It is a little cloudy and kind of meh outside today. So let's chat because we're inside. What a better time. All right. Here's the deal. First of all, you are going to see me kind of like rocking back and forth and moving. So I'm in my basement and I am sitting on a fitness ball because I believe me, I'm much more fun to talk to if I can like move around a little bit and it's a little bit hard to do what I'm doing right now standing up. So you're getting the best of both worlds. I'm sitting on my fitness ball right now. So if I start bouncing, that's why if I make you dizzy, let me know. Um, who am I, right? So if you're just tuning in and you're like, who is this crazy girl with the backwards hat? Um, first of all, we are in a quarantine and I cannot chop all of this off to donate yet. So uh, you're gonna have to bear with my sweet backwards cap because that's the only way that I can keep all of this hair out of my face. I'm not used to this much hair. It's a bit much for me. Um, so I am patiently waiting to cut it all off, but as you all well know, we are not getting haircuts right now. So that's the reason for the backwards hat. I don't always sport this, but today we're going for it. So if you are just tuning in, if you have no idea who I am, my name is Meg. I'm a certified health coach, personal trainer, group fitness instructor, currently pursuing a cancer exercise specialist um, certification as well. And basically what that tells you is just some crazy pieces of paper that I have in my office. What you need to know is that I own Be Inspired Fitness. I am hosting this week's Healthy at Home group. And the reason that I'm doing that is because I thought that what better time than when we're all stuck at home for all of us to kind of come together and especially those that are in the health and wellness field and bring you some kind of value and help you get healthier while you're at home. So here we are, that's who I am. Today we are going to talk about diet trends, pros and cons. <clears throat> the reason we're talking about that is because I posted a poll and asked you guys, what do you want to know? And that's what you told me. So the first thing that you need to know is that six years ago, my diet was minimum one day a week. And that's minimum, minimum one day a week, pizza. Minimum, usually two. The other piece of my diet, very important, was chocolate chip cookies. I'm not kidding. Stick with me, I promise. You're not gonna be sorry you came. But I want you guys to understand this because I want you to know that, that those of us that are in this field haven't been in this field since we were born, right? We haven't, we weren't raised a certain way. We weren't raised without any processed food in the house or anything like that. We're all normal people. So six years ago, I ate pizza minimum one day a week, usually frozen pizza. Sometimes we ordered it. Um, I made chocolate chip cookie dough probably every Monday. And then I made enough cookies to have cookies after dinner and then cookies for lunch the next day. I probably ate, you know, five, six chocolate chip cookies a day. And I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not over exaggerating that. It's true. So if you asked me about diet six years ago, I probably would have laughed and made you some cookies. 
Again, not an over-exaggeration. Um, and if you would have told me that I would be having this conversation with you six years ago, I probably would have assumed that you had been drinking and walked away. Six years ago, I was had just had my first kid. I was going through all that like, you know, crazy first kid hormone stuff, kind of sad, everything's new, lots of responsibilities, didn't know what was going on, wanted a second kid, body's out of whack, you know, and just like my mood was wrong and I was just mood all the time. And don't get me wrong, like I knew, I, I, I knew what healthy was, but I just never like got into it kind of after my kid. And so after I had a kid and I was just kind of like down all the time, I did the only thing I knew, okay? My background is in exercise. My college degree is in exercise science, okay? I have, when I was going through college, I was a certified personal trainer. I was a group fitness instructor. I had specialty certifications in seven different things. I managed in Anytime Fitness. I worked in several different fitness facilities. I was all exercise, that was all I knew. Yeah, I could tell you how to be healthy, like here's what you should do to eat healthy, eat your fruits and veggies. But I didn't apply it to myself, I exercised, right? So that was fine. So I did the only thing I knew how is I started exercising again and I was like, I'll just get really into this. And a friend of mine noticed and she was like, hey, like why don't you try this? Just try this one thing and see, see if you like it, it might help you, because she knew I was eating like crap. And I made one small change one tiny little change to what I was eating. And that tiny little change spiraled into more tiny little changes. And I kept changing little things. And I'm not gonna lie, you guys, I started to get obsessed. And I f do not in any way expect any of you to get obsessed like I did, but I want you to kind of understand where I'm coming from. So once I started to get obsessed and once I made that first little change, I happened to listen to a podcast that led me to a book, okay? That book happened to be Body Love by Kelly Lavecki. So if you have never heard of her, she's like the trainer to the stars. Like she's the person who makes the celebrities look good before their videos or like drop all the weight after they have babies. And so the podcast was interesting. I was like, oh, what's she gonna tell me about exercise? I can use that. And she ended up talking about science behind your blood sugar and you know all this stuff that most people probably find kind of boring. And I was super intrigued. And I was like, oh, this is great. So I ended up buying the book. I listened to the book on, on Audible. I'm an Audible junkie. And then I read the book. And then I implemented some things from the book. And then I, the science was just like, oh, this is so cool. You guys, over the last five years, I have drowned myself in books about food science like you wouldn't believe. These books might mean nothing to you, but I want you to understand that no, I'm not a certified nutritionist. I am not a registered dietitian. I am not formally educated in nutrition. And I want you to understand that before we start talking because I don't wanna give you false advertisement that I'm gonna give you a diet plan, because I'm not. But I want you to understand where I'm coming from. You guys, over the past five years, I have read books like The Plant Paradox, which is by um, Dr. Stephen Gundry, who, if you've never heard of him, super interesting guy. Um, Food the Book, 10 Day Sugar Detox and Food Fix, all by a functional medicine doctor named Dr. Mark Hyman. Primal Blueprint, blue, blueprint blue, all the words. 
salt, sugar, fat, the case against sugar, genius foods, longevity diet, eat to beat disease, um, brainwash, which actually goes into the neurological effects of different foods that you eat and what happens with your brain. Super interesting. Most people think I'm crazy when I say that. Um, the habit loop, feeding you lies. And you guys, that's only the books. I am also knee deep in podcasts that keep me current on what's going on right now with food and food science and what's healthy and what's not and what's going on and why this diet's good and why this diet's bad and all those crazy things. So I just want you to understand that this is where my food education comes from. And I do it not because I have to, but because I'm legit interested in it and I find it fascinating. Another thing you should know before we become friends here is that most of my friends find me extremely annoying because I will constantly ask to see the labels of their food, ask them what's in it, or call them out on what they're actually eating and the ingredients in it. So people don't like to eat around me. Um, you guys, I like to experiment on myself. So anything I tell you is gonna be more from personal experience or research that I've read, but anything I would ever ask a client to do, that's something that I would have gone through myself. So I have gone through a full month or more cutting out every single processed sugar and every single processed food and recorded what happened to my mood, my clarity, my skin tone, all the things. I have done intermittent fasting in several different formats. So something to understand about intermittent fasting, there's different ways to do it. Um, I have tried most of them. I food journal constantly. I read labels all the time. I walk through the grocery store and grab things just to look at the label because I'm that weirdo. I don't do that right now. I get in and out because that's what you're supposed to do. But something that I get asked about constantly is what do you think about this diet? Or what do you think about this way of eating? And so that was kind of why I threw this up as one of the things that we could talk about today because I feel like I get asked this question a lot and I, I kind of love talking about it. So now you're stuck talking with me. So let's just cover a few things so that we know what I'm going through, right? Keto, Atkins, paleo, vegetarian, vegan, whole 30, uh, gluten-free, dairy-free, intermittent fasting, Weight Watchers, right? These are all things that we associate with diets. These are all things that people are like, oh, I could try that. Oh, I could try that one. Oh, I do this one. This is the best one. This is the only one you should do. Well, you don't need to eat gluten-free. We hear all this crap all the time. There's certain things they have in common and there's cer certain things that keep them different from each other. Something that any diet has in common is that when it's new, it's exciting, right? So when this new diet comes out, it comes out and it's exciting, it's new, and you wanna try it because so-and-so lost weight on it and you're all in and you're gonna do it and it's gonna be great and you're going with that diet, right? And it's new and so you're buying all the things that you're supposed to buy and then you have a little quick win because you switched up something on your body. You stopped going out to eat and you started eating per this diet because it was new and it was fun. When the fun wears off, so does your self-discipline. And so when your self-discipline wears off, the diet wears off. And then that quick win that you had usually goes backwards. This is where the problem is with these different diets. Something I want you to think about is the difference between a diet and a way of eating. I want us to separate those two things. 
because a diet program is something like Weight Watchers. That's a diet program. Atkins, that's a diet program. Vegetarian, vegan, paleo, intermittent fasting. That's a way of eating. Now, keto can go both ways. There can be a keto diet program or that can be a way of eating. So these two can kind of intermix and there can be diet programs within ways of eating, right? So there could be a vegan diet program within eating vegan. But I want you to understand the difference between these two things. Here's what you should know. A diet program gives you a plan, right? Weight Watchers, you have an app, you have points. You can have so many points in a day. There's restrictions. There's a yes list. There's a no list, okay? A diet program has restrictions. You can eat this, you can't eat this. This is this many points, this is this many points. There's calorie control. More than likely with a diet program, there is calorie control. You can have this many calories a day. You can have this many points a day. The points are based on the calories. A way of eating is not a plan. It's not a, here's what you eat today. Here's how much you can eat today. It's just, this is how I eat. These are the types of things that I eat. There's, when you eat a certain way, you're usually choosing that because of an ethical thing, a value thing, a moral thing, right? So if you think of people who are vegetarian because they don't want to eat meat, that's a value thing. Or vegan because they don't think that the animals are being treated right. That's a moral thing, right? That's a value thing. So they're eating a certain way because of that. It's not because, well, they're going to eat this way because they're going to lose weight. I want you to think about that as you're thinking about these different ways of eating. Usually when it's an eating, a way of eating, it's quality control, not calorie control, right? Quality control meaning I'm not gonna eat animal products. I'm only gonna eat these products, right? Or I'm not gonna eat any kind of meat. I'm only gonna eat plants, things like that. So that's kind of a difference between the two. Pros and cons. Pros. Most of these ways of eating, right? So I would rather have you choose a way of eating than a diet program. Most of these ways of eating are going to push you towards eating more whole food. By whole food, I mean something that's label says broccoli carrot, right? And I'm not just telling you to eat plants. I'm saying it, it doesn't have all these things that are processed. It wasn't made in a factory. It is a whole food. It was grown. Okay. Does that make sense? Hopefully that's making sense to you. Most of these programs will repel processed foods. This is the difference, right? This is why I want you to choose a way of eating versus a diet program. A diet program is a is usually more gimmicky, which means they will create their own foods, right? So you can buy the Weight Watchers snack bar instead of the Nature Valley snack bar. 
And it's better because it's only this many points instead of this many points. The problem with that is those foods are still processed and we'll get into that in a minute. Any of these ways of eating or even your diet plans will make you think about what you're eating. This is very different, right? So a lot of times we just eat the food. We go to the vending machine and we're like, oh, I'll eat that. Or we go across the street to, you know, the sub shop and we're like, yeah, just give me that one. Put all the mayo on it, all the things, white bread, we're good. We think about it. If we're on a diet or if we are in a certain way of eating, we think about what we're eating first, no matter what it is. Oh, does that have meat in it? Oh, does that have mayonnaise in it? Oh, is that gluten-free? We think about it first. This is something we should all be doing is think before we eat. As humans, we're not so good at that. Marketing. It's, it's all about the marketing. So they provide guidance, right? They're giving you some type of guidance. Here are the things that we want you to eat. Here are the things that we don't want you to eat. It's guidance. So that's helpful. That's a pro. And they often give you a quick win. So like we talked about before, when you first get started, you get that quick win and you're like, oh, sweet. And those quick wins, you guys, those little wins, we have to celebrate those because when we get the little wins, that's amazing. And it's like, oh, yes, I can do this. But we can't let the new wear off. That's the problem. We don't want the new to wear off because then the quick win goes away. The cons, okay? So we went through our pro list, the cons. They can be restrictive. Anytime our brain gets something restrictive, we want it. You might not even like chocolate, but if your diet says you can't have chocolate cake, you better believe you're going to a birthday party. They're gonna have chocolate cake and you're gonna be like, oh, if I could just eat that chocolate cake. It's restrictive. Restrictive is bad. Choosing good, restrictive, bad. Easy to remember. Most of them are calorie focused. So if you go back to those diet programs, they're calorie focused. I don't want you to focus on calorie. I want you to focus on quality. Your body needs a certain amount and certain types of nutrients to function the way it is supposed to. Not all calories are the same. There is more calories in an avocado than a Twinkie. Which one is better for you? Which one should you eat? Think about that. You guys, the food industry does really good at marketing. If they weren't really good at their jobs, the global diet industry would not be $190 billion. Yes, globally, the diet industry is $190 billion. Do you know how much freaking money that is? It's a lot. These diet programs and these ways of eating, if you're not in it for an ethical or a moral reason, are almost impossible to stick to. And it's because the food industry is so good at marketing. That's why. Because if these just worked and you could stick to them, the diet industry would not be worth $190 billion. It wouldn't. That wouldn't make any sense. People wouldn't keep coming out with the newest one that's actually gonna work this time, right? The Atkins diet that was low carb after something else was low carb and now it's the keto diet that's low carb but it's high fat too. 
okay? The South Beach diet that was low carb, but it was all focused on your beach body. They're all the same, but there's a gimmick. There's a marketing scheme behind it that makes you think, oh, that one's better. So even if you're on this diet and you're trying to maintain it, the next one comes and you're like, oh, I think that one's better. I'll switch to that one. We can't stick with it. There has to be a reason behind why you are doing this. So you got your pros, you got your cons. If you want to ditch me now, go for it. But there's more to this. There's more that I think will help you. I want you to know that you don't need a diet plan. You don't need one. Nobody does. And as much as you want to tell me, oh, yes, I do. I need somebody to tell me I don't know how to eat healthy. That's BS. I just asked you if an avocado or a Twinkie was healthier. You tell me the answer. If you tell me Twinkie, yeah, you need more help than I thought. If you knew the avocado was better, you already know how to eat healthy. You're just not doing it. You don't need a diet plan. You need education. And I don't mean that to tell you that you're dumb. So don't take it that way. I'm not always politically correct, you guys. Get over it. You're here. You need education. If you are educated, you can choose. If you have a diet plan... You have a yes list and a no list. You stick to the yes list, great. You slip and go to the no list, you just failed your diet. That's your mentality. I failed, I can't do this. Of course you can't, your brain's not designed that way. Education allows you to choose. If you are educated on what's going on, your brain has the ability to choose what's better, to choose the right answer. Let's put this into context, right? Weight loss. So many people are like, yeah, but I really need to lose weight. Like I really, I wanna try this diet to see if I can lose weight on this diet. If you're educated and you understand that sugar means insulin, insulin means belly fat and belly fat means that you will get fatter, you get slower, and your brain doesn't work as well. You lose clarity, you lose focus, and you're at a higher risk for chronic diseases like diabetes, dementia, Alzheimer's. Now you're educated. Now you can think about that when it's time to eat something. When you're going for the chocolate chip cookie, or maybe having an apple with some almond butter instead. Now you're educated. It's different. You're not told you can't have this. You're told what's gonna happen if you do. Your brain can logically choose, okay, I'm not on a diet. It's not that I can't have this. I have the option. So do I want dessert after Tuesday night's dinner? Or can I probably skip that one? You know, it's the holiday Christmas party and there's a really good dessert and we never come to this restaurant with my family and I'd really like to try it. I'm gonna go for it tonight. It's Thanksgiving and I never have pie. I'm having pie tonight. Well, we've had bonfires the last two weekends. Do I need s'mores this weekend or can I skip them this time? 
You have the right to choose. It's not that you can't have it. You just get to make the decision. And then your brain fires up and it remembers, oh shoot, sugar, insulin, fat, slow. Mm, pass. Pass on the s'mores. Thanks though. Fake sugar is the same way. If you are educated and you understand that fake sugar actually equals more insulin than real sugar, yes it does, which actually equals more belly fat, which actually means that you're gonna have a worse sugar addiction, maybe you'll skip the fake sugar next time. Maybe you'll check to see what's in your sugar-free cookies. Education, it's different than a diet plan. Because sugar is an ex extremely addictive substance, if you did not know that. That is a tangent I could go off on for days, weeks, and months at a time. And if you have ever talked to me before, you probably already know that. So I'm going to try not to get into it today. Um, but happy to talk to you about it if you want to ask me later. Understanding that sugar is extremely addictive, think about that and choose. Understanding that white bread is actually worse than white cake. Now you can decide, do I want to have that peanut butter and jelly sandwich on white bread? Is that the healthy option for lunch? Understanding that something called fast carbs, that's things like your white bread or your bagel or your things that have flours and things that act like sugar in the body. Fast carbs are gonna process in the body the same way sugar does. So your fast carbs, you can just count those as sugar. Something to think about. Carbs are good. Keep them slow. What do I mean by a slow carb? That's another conversation. However, there's carbs in fruits and vegetables. Think of it that way. When we know what to look for, it makes all the difference in the world. Education is power. Once you give yourself the education, you have the power. You have the option to choose. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a quick lesson. I know we're probably going way too long. This is way longer than most of the talks in here. I try to keep them to 20 minutes, but y'all, you picked a subject I could go off on. So stick with me if you will, go if you need to, we're moving on. I wanna give you a little bit of a lesson. I wanna help you and get you educated so that you understand where I'm coming from. I have two different kinds of barbecue sauce, okay? Two different kinds of barbecue sauce. This one I had to special order. This is one of many you can find in the grocery store. Two different kinds of barbecue sauce. This is what I do to my friends and they hate me. This barbecue sauce right here, first ingredient, the most of like the highest volume ingredient, high fructose corn syrup. Oh, nice. So I'm eating sugar. That's nice, wonderful. Modified food starch, brown sugar. Lots of sugar in that one. Okay, so here's some sugar sauce for you. Here's another one. And I am not promoting any type of food. I have no attachment to any of these foods. This is just foods I had in the house. Here's a different one, right? First ingredient, water. Organic crushed tomatoes. Organic balsamic vinegar. Organic apple cider vinegar. Organic Dijon mustard. Sea salt. Hmm, weird, these are all actual foods I can find in my cupboards to make something with, and they're not sugar. Peanut butter, one of my favorite things to talk about with people. Here's a peanut butter. Let's look at the ingredients. 
Roasted peanuts. Oh, good. At least that's the most volume in there. Oh, sugar. Mm, lovely. And hydrogenated vegetable oils. We will go off on oils another day, but FYI, that's bad. Here's this one. Peanuts. Sea salt. Weird. No sugar. Over 60% of the things you're going to find in the grocery store have added sugar. So when I tell you to drop down on your sugars because you're eating too much, you're getting addicted, and you're getting fat from them, it's not just because you're eating cookies. It's because over 60% of what you are buying in the grocery store has added sugar, including the pre-marinated meat that you're buying in the meat department. Okay, last one for you. Here are two different kinds of syrup. We have syrup fights in my family because my family wants to eat this and I get angry. This is corn syrup, that's sugar. High fructose corn syrup, weird how they needed to list both of those. So sugar, sugar, water, um, caramel color, and some other kind of chemicals. Here's some sugar water for your waffles. Here is another type of syrup. You wanna know what's weird? There's no label on this. You wanna know why there's no label on this? Because it's pure maple syrup. It's just maple syrup. It's maple, it comes out of a tree. Natural sugar? Crap. You guys didn't know you were getting this when you asked for this talk, did you? Okay, so that was your little education lesson on looking at the ingredients. So you guys, all I'm looking at is if you look at the back, if you look at the label, there's a part on there that says ingredients. I'm not looking at numbers. I'm just looking at ingredients to see what the first one is, what the first five are. Are one of the first five of those some type of sugar? Hmm, put it back. Okay, I think you guys have heard me rant for long enough. All I'm telling you is educate yourself. If you're gonna go on a certain type of diet or a certain way of eating, educate yourself first and know why you are choosing that one. If you are only choosing it because of weight loss, please, please consider just educating yourself on some things first before you restrict yourself because I don't want you to keep what they call yo-yo dieting where you go, oh, oh, just kidding. Oh, I got this one. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm gonna do this one. Oh, shoot, I gained the weight back. If you're gonna do a keto diet, don't just put bacon on everything, that doesn't help you. If you're gonna do intermittent fasting, do not skip breakfast, eat McDonald's, order pizza, and then tell people you're fasting. That's not fasting, that's not helping your body. Your body's gonna shut down on you. You're gonna get sick. If you're gonna go vegan, don't just eat a bunch of processed things that were created in a factory, right? Actually eat whole foods. And for those of you that are eating this way and you're eating right, good for you, but I'm trying to make you understand that just because somebody is on some type of eating plan does not mean that they are healthy. It doesn't mean that they're doing it the right way. You guys, if you are going to eat a certain way, if you want your diet, what you eat, to change, do it the right way. Get help if you need help. If you're like, Megan, this is so overwhelming, I don't know... I don't know where to start. Like that was a lot of information. I was thinking about doing this, but now I don't know. If you're overwhelmed and you're not sure, get help. Ask someone and ask someone that you trust. And when I say someone that you trust, go with your gut. Always go with your gut. Don't go on this diet because Karen lost 10 pounds. Good for Karen. You don't know her backstory. Think about that. Ask someone that you trust. 
I don't care who it is. If it's a certified nutritionist at your doctor's office, fantastic. If you like their energy when you meet them, go with your gut. Your gut knows more than you think. If you go and you meet somebody who's like, oh, I have all these certifications in, in food, and blah, 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 and they tell you it's okay to eat a diet or drink a Diet Coke, walk out of the office. Walk out now. Go with your gut. You guys do not start a diet plan because some celebrity with X amount of plastic surgery told you to on a commercial. And because the marketing that they had made that salad look real good. Because the dressing on that salad is probably screwing you over. Get help. Get it from somebody that you trust. Educate yourself and make sure you individualize it. We are all so different. What worked for Karen to lose those 10 pounds on whatever she's trying may not work for you. You might need something totally different because of your lifestyle, because of your genetics. There's so much more to it. I hope that you guys got something out of my ranting. Again, you chose something that I could go off on for days at a time. There are diet plans, there are eating, there are ways of eating. Think about those as you're trying to choose. Educate yourself on whatever you choose. Get help if you need it. Ask somebody you trust. And look at what you are eating and understand what's in it. Don't just cut your calories. Your body needs a certain amount and certain types of nutrients to function properly. If you're just gonna cut out your calories and you're gonna drink Diet Coke and eat Twinkies and use all your Weight Watchers points on your Twinkie for today, you're going to get sick and right now we live in a world that you can't get sick in. You're putting yourself at risk and everybody else. Think about it, educate yourself. I hope you guys had fun listening to me go off. I will see you guys later today. Tune in at 1.30 because we got Pio with Linda. Dude, I'm so excited. Okay, Pio with Linda, 1.30. I will see you guys at 4.30 for a fun snack. Bye, guys.